I'm Robin Amler of IBS Intelligence, and I'm joined today by Eric Stillman, who is the CEO and co-founder of Rapid. And we're talking about the money that's going into fintech. What's the marketplace like right now, Eric? Well, you know, the marketplace at the current stage is very hot uh, from a fintech perspective, uh, especially because the pandemic basically accelerated a lot of the the adoption, you know, into different types of services that fintech companies uh, offer, especially the way that they offer it more in a digital way through uh, online services. You know, and at the current stage, I think that almost every single investor on planet Earth and almost every single fund is looking to have a significant fintech portfolio. This is very interesting because if I spin the clock back 12 months ago, there was some concern that it was all going to come to a grinding halt, that people were going to cut budgets, people were going to cut investments, investors were going to pull in their horns as well, and it was all going to go horribly wrong. That did not happen. It didn't happen because basically what we've seen since uh, February 2020 is that the entire thesis behind fintech companies and online services is true, right? People didn't think that, you know, the adoption of uh, online payments and online uh, fintech capabilities will accelerate so much. And people thought that, you know, things uh, will move slowly, slowly to online. But then came the pandemic and basically took five years of predictions and squeezed it into three months. And, you know, it's, it, it blew up completely, right? Because when investors see an acceleration that fast uh, in a market that is that big with an almost unlimited term, right? It's a multi-trillion dollar market that is accelerating so fast, uh, you have to put your money into this business. And I think that, you know, what you've seen that almost any company, not only fintech, that has a significant online presence has been growing significantly during the pandemic is basically part of this catalysator of uh, moving money into the space. So it's effectively become almost for investors. It's it's a safe bet and possibly even a safe haven. It is a much safer bet than most of the other investments that exist today. Of course, uh, you know if you look at commercial real estate, it's a very poor bet. If you look at companies that are old school companies that are not doing online business, of course, they've been hit significantly. On the other hand, almost anything that is online grew because the adoption was so hard. So I think it's it's almost a safe harbor, but you know the valuations are skyrocketing. And at the end of the day, if, for example, the world will come back to a normal state, let's say in 2022, and suddenly everything will start shrinking back, then you know people will start rethinking these valuations. But the question will be at the end of the day, what will be the hybrid situation of you know doing business online and doing business offline? My personal thesis is that Basically, the pandemic did to uh, to fintech what uh, the 9-11 terror attack did to uh, disaster recovery and high availability space, right? In, in 9-11, basically, every single company on planet Earth learned that they have to have multiple data centers, multiple offices. Everything needs to be in disaster recovery mode. And I think what the pandemic taught everybody is that if your business is not 25 to 50% online, you're not going to survive. And that's going to be basically the the conclusion of everybody. So we've reached the situation now over the course of 2020 and into the very early months of 2021. You mentioned valuations skyrocketing. At the same time, all that's put a lot of money into the pockets of the fintechs as they've had their funding rounds. What are they going to do with all that money? Surely the move online has happened, or is there still growth to come? No, there is massive growth. But if you look at just the adoption of online commerce, which online commerce is only one business, you know, in fintech, it's not fintech at all, right? But 
just the move to online commerce that was supposed to be, you know, uh, at around 19% of total commerce globally. Uh, it is moved now to like 23 or 24% of global commerce globally, even during the pandemic. So the growth is still there, right? And if you believe it's going to get to 50%, then it's it's a market that has like a massive growth ahead of it. What does this mean longer term? You also mentioned a hybrid of online, offline. So I think that at the end of the day, all the businesses will understand that they need to have a combination between online presence and offline presence, and they will need omni-channel financial capabilities of both doing business with consumers in the physical world and doing business with them in in the digital world. It will basically, uh, I think, accelerate a lot the acceptance of mobile payments uh, and less card-based payments because people will transact with their mobile much more often uh, in, in the physical world than what they've been up until now. Also because, you know, people are not uh, that eager again to touch things and exchange, you know, money and, and gift cards, but it's probably got something that will fade away over several years uh, post the pandemic. I think that the money that the fintechs raised is going to accelerate a lot of innovation in the physical world, because in the digital world, it's already clear how people prefer to pay and what is the checkout experience. But I do think that we're going to see a lot of innovation in the physical world and how people actually interact with businesses and how they check out, you know, in the physical store, which is going to be super interesting over the next five years. The one thing that certainly we've seen in the UK is that an awful lot of physical stores are not going to be around in the next few years because we've seen a number of retailers effectively go under and their brand name has been bought by somebody else, but all they've bought is the name and they're going to market online. They're closing literally thousands of stores. I'm a big believer that humanity and mankind will defeat anything, right? And people want to live. They don't want to be stuck at home, shopping online, watching Netflix all day. People want to go out. They want to see the street. They want to touch things. They want to smell things. So I, I, be, I am a big believer that when you know the pandemic will be behind us, people will go massively back to the life that they're so, uh, at the current stage, missing so much. So I do believe that the physical world is going to bounce back significantly. But yes, there are things that people will continue and buy online, but it's not going to uh, replace completely the physical world experience. And I do think that a new wave of retailers is going to come in and take the place of the ones that got hit so bad by the pandemic. But I personally, and also Rapid as a company, we're doubling down our bet on the physical world because we think that now is the time to reinvent the way that the business is done there. And we believe that every single company on planet Earth We'll need an omni-channel payment experience of both the physical and the digital world. It's interesting that you talk, and you've mentioned it a couple of times, you talk about omni-channel. This is something that banks have professed to have, but they still haven't got it right yet. Banks are dinosaurs in this world, right? Their ability to launch actually innovative services and try to create omni-channel experiences is a, is a failure. You know, it's clear it's going to fail just because they don't really have the DNA in them to do these type of things, mainly because of the technological appetite and the compliance appetite of trying to do innovations in money movement. Uh, I do believe, you know, that at the end of the day, the banks are like the routers of money in the world, right? They're moving the money, but at the end of the day, they will not be the application that people use in order to pay. And they will still be around, but the fintechs are riding on top of the banks, providing a much better consumer experience and a much better business experience uh, to basically lead the way of how business, commerce, and payments needs to be done in the future. And that's why that's where the money's going. 
That's where the money is going, of course. Whoever owns the consumer owns the money. Eric Stillman of Rapid, thank you very much.